people of Earth and people of Spotify podcast listening. Welcome to the July 27th Flashback Fun and News. First off, a happy birthday to wrestler Triple H, baseball player Alec Rodriguez, Donnie Yang, a.k.a. Commander Tongue, in last year's live-action Mulan remake, the Mortal Instruments series author Cassandra Clare, Taylor Schilling, 99-year-old Norman Lear, and TV actress Maya Rudolph. Today is also the debut of the pop band Fifth Harmony, who formed on this day in 2012, the 2015 Cartoon Network TV show We Bear Bears, 1990's Problem Child, The Who's 1968 psychedelic rock anthem The Magic Bus, the 1982's off-Broadway debut of The Little Shop of Horrors, 2018's Mission Impossible Fallout, Hot Summer Nights and Teen Titans Go to the Movies, 2001's Planet of the Apes remake and Wet Hot American Summer, 2006's John Tucker Must Die and ugh, Lindsay Lohan's atrocious 2007 thriller I Know Who Killed Me. Belated congratulations go out to Floridian couple Robin Curry and her husband John Curry. Their lives changed forever Saturday morning when their daughter Addison made her debut. Congrats. Speaking of couples, Bachelor Nation's Raven Gates and Adam Gottschalk, who just literally got married in April, announced July 25th they are expecting their first child. New trailers for Noonie Rapace's Lamb, the, no- the new James Bond film No Time to Die, Dexter Newblood, The Night House, and Ghostbusters Afterlife have dropped in the past few days. Sorry, Simone Biles fans. Her road to Olympic gold in Tokyo is <laughs> over. TheRap.com announced this morning that she pulled out of the women's team finals at the Tokyo Games Tuesday mornings, paving the way for the Russian Olympic Committee to win the gold medal. According to USA Gymnastics, Biles dropped out due to an undisclosed medical issue after faltering the vault competition the first event for the American team on Tuesday. She will be assessed daily to determine medical clearance for future competition, the organization said in a statement. Many speculated that Biles' decision to drop was more about her mental health than her physical health. Biles has been vocal in saying that the pressure of being on a global stage like the Olympics has been harder than ever. A few hours later, Biles clarified that her decision was indeed made for the sake of her mental health. I've just never felt like this going into a competition before. I tried to go out here and have fun and warm up in the back went a little bit better. But once I came out, I was like, no, mental is not there. So I just need to let the girls do it and just focus on myself, Biles said in a, state, in a press conference on Tuesday. Jordan Childs competed for Biles in the uneven bars the American team's second apparatus in the competition, with Biles cheering on from the sidelines. Team USA took the silver medal, while Great Britain took the bronze. Biles added that she's proud of her team and hope they're proud of themselves for winning silver. Variety.com announced some sad news a few hours ago. Joey Jordson, co-founder and original drummer of the aggressive hard rock band Slipknot, has died according to a statement from his family. 
A cause of death was not immediately disclosed, although the statement said he died peacefully in his sleep. We are heartbroken to share the news that Joey Jordanson, prolific drummer and musician and artist, passed away peacefully in his sleep on July 26, 2021. He was 46. The statement reads, Joey's death has left us with empty hearts and feelings of indescribable sorrow. To those that knew Joey, understood his quick wit, his gentle personality, giant heart, and his love for all things family and music. The family of Joey have asked that friends, fans, and media understandably respect our need for privacy and peace at this incredibly difficult time. So sad. In better news, Netflix will soon be seeing Gotta Catch Em All. Though it's been two years since 2019's Detective Pikachu, starring Ryan Reynolds, Justice Smith, Suki Waterhouse, and Catherine Noon, caught $400 million polka dollars worldwide. The franchise, which includes countless anime series and animated films, Magna, trading cards, movies, and various merchandise branches is still as powerful as a super-level legendary Pokemon. Slashfilm.com announced yesterday the Pokemon brand remains strong with another Pokemon video game, Pokemon Brilliant Diamond and Shining Pearl slated for release this November and another set for 2022. Despite no news on a Detective Pikachu sequel, Pokemon is not done with live action yet. Variety, doc, Variety reports that Netflix is developing a live-action Pokemon series. No details are known about the plot of the series, as it is in very early development, the early stages of development. Lucifer showrunner Joe Henderson is attached to write and executive produced the series, which will emulate the style of the Detective Pikachu film. Speaking of fame franchises, this one is sure to make horror fans' heads spin. Universal Pictures forked over quite a bit of moolah, $400 million, for the rights to the 1973 horror classic The Exorcist. EW.com revealed yesterday they entered a partnership with Blumhouse Studios, Peacock, and Morgan Creek, to make a new trilogy of films, with the first one to be held by 2018's Halloween and the upcoming Halloween Kills, David Gordon Green, and will feature Oscar-winning actress Ellen Burstyn return as Chris McNeil, the mother of Linda Blair's iconically, demonically possessed Regan. The entire film, a direct sequel to the original, also stars the talents of One Night in Miami's Leslie Autumn Jr.'s will terrify moviegoers October 13, 2023. It's a bird. It's a plane. Nope. It's a second Warner Brothers Black Superman project. The Rap.com revealed July 23rd that Michael P. Jordan is working on an HBO Max limited series centering on the Valzad Superman in narration, which is a black version of the, stu- of the hero from the comics, hailing from a Krypton from an alternate universe. The studio is also set to reboot the famed hero for the silver screen. Taneshi Coates is penning the script for a film that will see the, a black actor in the Clark Kent part. 
Today's flashback fun film focuses on two movies totally dissimilar. Flying on Her Broomsticks to Japanese Theaters, July 29, 1989, was Hayao Miyazaki's animated family film, Kiki's Delivery Service, starring the voices of, and excuse me if I get any of this wrong, Mia Mam, Minamami Takoyama, Rei Sakuma, and Kapei Yamaguchi. It tells of young witch Kiki, who must spend an, an, a mandatory year on her own in a town without other witches. She starts a delivery service with her flying ability. The Studio Ghibli film made $2,170,000,000,000 delivery yen in Japan, or about $18 million here in the States. Walt Disney Pictures made an English dub in 97 with the voices of Kristen Dunst, Phil Hartman, Debbie Reynolds, Janine Garofalo, Matt Lawrence, and Cass Soke which premiered in U.S. theaters on May 23, 1998. Unfortunately, the actor who did the voice work for Gigi in the 98 Disney dub version was Phil Hartman. He was killed before the new dub was finished, so that version is dedicated to his memory. In the original Japanese version, the hot chocolate Osono serves Kiki was really coffee. Disney thought it was not right for a 13-year-old to have coffee, so they pulled a four-kid move and had her call it hot chocolate in the English dub. The other flashback fun film is 2002's teen drama road film Crossroads, starring Britney Spears in her film debut and her only film role, Zoe Saldana, Taryn Manning, Kim Cattrall, and Dan Aykroyd. It was actually really popular in Japan due to Spears' popularity there. The February 15, 2002 release centered on three former teenage best friends who take a cross-country road trip, finding themselves and their friendship in the process. The Shonda Rhimes written film, yes, folks, that Shonda Rhimes wrote this film. So, not favorite by critics, but considered better compared to the awful 2001 Mariah Carey flop glitter, still somehow made over $61.1 million worldwide in three months. Did you know the band featured in the film at the party, Bowling for Soup, who has three songs also in the film, are part of Britney Spears' record company, Jive Record. As our NSYNC, the band featuring Spears' then-boyfriend, Justin Timberlake, who also sang in the film. At one point, the girls end up singing NSYNC's Bye Bye Bye, an inside joke alluding to the well-publicized then-romance between Timberlake and Spears. And the film actually features two MCU stars, Zoe Saldana and a then-13-year-old Brie Larson who played a minor role. That's all for this week's Flashback Fun. Be sure to tune in to Midday Movie Madness' Facebook page or the show's Spotify podcast page sometime tomorrow for this week's show. That's when J- Dwayne Johnson, Emily Blunt, Paul Giamatti, Edgar Ram- Ram- Ramirez, 
and Jack Whitehall will take audiences on an action-packed jungle cruise trip. And A Quiet Place Part 2 makes some loud noise on DVD. Plus, 70 years ago this week, Disney took audiences down a rabbit hole to meet some very strange and unusual characters, including one who was late for a very important date. No time to say hello, goodbye, I'm late, I'm late, I'm late. See you then, my minions. Bye.